We are back. Yeah, baby. What's the line? Better than ever? Another episode of The Extremist Inside the Stream. This week in the news. <laughs> not the real news. You know, not anything that really matters. But granted, they don't even give us really good news anyway. <laughs> stuff that matters. But this is the entertainment news. How you been, man? I've been all right. I just got back from a Pony Little League championship game. My, uh, my son's league. Uh, my son's league's championship. Uh, we, uh, his team wasn't in it, the team that I coach, but my neighbor's team was in it, and then another neighbor that was down the street. They were both competing against each other. So this was the last game. It was super. It was. It was probably one of the most exciting baseball games I've ever been to. Nice. Um, especially you know, and that's saying a lot. I've been to a lot of baseball games, but it was good pitching, tooth and nails, went extra innings. You know, it's well, a good game. Well, what people really want to know is. Any incidences with fathers, you know, fighting coaches, no, bare knuckles or choking their kids out, anything like that? No, you had some intense moments with like, you know, coach yelling at a player, but it was nothing too out of control. Parents behaved. Parents behaved and parents all year long. On my team, they did. On other teams, <laughs> not so much. But during the championship, parents were pretty cordial. They did pretty well. Um they mind their P's and Q's. They have like their oohs and ahs, you know, everyone thinking they're an umpire. Um, and I was actually standing right behind the ump. I made sure that yeah. I, like, I like to stand right behind them and kind of see what they're calling and stuff like that. Some of them were justified as far as like, come on, that's a bad call. But for the most part, the ump did a pretty good job. Like it was a pretty good, it was a pretty well called game. There was one moment when the ump lost a uh, count of, of strikes okay. and um, uh, obviously so the players on the team. So, uh, it was called or strike two. Yeah, catcher acted like it was strike three. Rolls the ball to the pitcher. The whole team goes, "Oh, it gets a strike three. So they all start running off. There's a uh, opponent's uh, player is on third base. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, I guess it's third out." So he starts. He walks all the way to the dugout. Wow. And then someone realizes, "No, that was only strike two. They tell the kid to run home. Oh, someone but, keep a score. I like. I mean, they were right. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, whoa, okay. Um, but by then the, uh, field dump had already picked up the baseball Okay, and already started walking around with it. So if anybody even tried to change their mind, like, Oh, like realize it. Yeah. So after a while of conversating with the umpire, they got the call, right? Kid goes back to third base and the very next pitch, it was the inning, the inning was over anyways. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually impressed with all the parents. Cause I know these, these little league and kids leagues, they the parents go way too far. Oh, I see those they, videos. They all think their kid is the next Barry Bonds or you know the next Roger Clemens or whatever. It's your kid is not that good most of the time. I mean, I remember I used to actually my first gig, my first job when I was when I was growing up was I was actually a basketball ref for the town I was in's um, basketball league because I took a, a a class in high school on refereeing, ref all kinds of different sports. And I was... They had a class in high school to become a referee? Yeah, it was one of the electives, you know? I, 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 that was a... <laughs> I, fin- I pretty much finished high school, like, by, by, by my second semester of 11th grade. So I had to fill the days with classes, right? So it was like, that was one. I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I was really good at it. So, you know, the instructor recommended me to the basketball league. So I was a basketball ref. The first thing I did, right? And from that moment, I realized these parents are crazy because 
You're talking about a kid refing games, and they were going nuts. And, you know, they teach you not to have rabbit ears, but, man, some of these parents were freaking crazy. I had to kick a parent out one time. It was crazy. But, you know, anyway, on to the news. Let's do it. <laughs> ready for the news? We are ready. So we're going to start off with some big headline news. I don't know if you were big onto, you know, the talking heads. I mean, I'm not a big fan of talking heads on ESPN. I'm not a big fan of talking heads on those quote-unquote news channels like CNN and Fox News. But Tucker Carlson, who made huge headlines a few, you know, actually, he's always made huge headlines. He got fired, right, from Fox News, and he moved over to Twitter. And he's doing these, you know, monologues on Twitter, and they're getting ridiculous numbers. I think last weekend was he did the first two and then last yesterday he did a third after trump's whatever arrest but the numbers are so massive people are listening and then uh, the funny twist of fate is fox news is suing him because they're trying to make him to stop talking because they're saying he doesn't have they still have quote-unquote his rights and he's trying to say well i have first amendment rights and i'm able to speak my whole thing is, you know that old saying, if you put a bunch of monkeys in a room with typewriters, they'll spit out Shakespeare. I think if Tucker Carlson talks enough, he'll spit out a good point every once in a while. <laughs> You're just shaking your head. This is our top story. <laughs> Tucker it, it Carlson. Is, it is huge because oh my God, I can't it's, changed, this guy. it's changing the media because, you know, so um, I, I don't... Elon Musk is, is, is using this to spear to try to get more people... To, to use Twitter in this kind of fashion, right? Because it's 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 doing ridiculous numbers. So, question: Because I don't, I I try to avoid this guy as much as possible. Yeah. Um. So, is Fox upset because he's just taking their fan base and just rolling with oh, it? Oh, I'm sure. Or is he going against what that fan base is? No, it's just they just. Like all of a sudden he's not he's not getting paid by them anymore. So now it's like all right, I'm gonna let out the dirty secrets. Like no, no it's not even no, that. No, I really wasn't a Trump supporter. I really wasn't this. I really wasn't that. Like no, even, it's not, more he's still giving his his quote unquote political takes, right? right. Um, they're they're like 13 minute monologues of just he goes from talking about dreadlocks in Texas to to Trump not wanting wars. It's all over the map, right? But the thing is, it's Fox is just kind of spiteful because they're blaming him for that huge lawsuit that they lost with the voting machines and that's the main reason he got fired so now you cost us millions of dollars we fire you and now you're going to go out and you're going to go make millions of dollars you know doing what you should have been doing that's how i view it you, you understand what i'm saying that's no, how i, I view you you're the thing but it's changing a little bit of the way the media media is going to be portrayed i think um i think this is this is the beginning of more of this you know where people are just going to be because he wasn't the only one that got fired the don lemon got fired from cnn around the same like within the same week so i think more people talking heads are gonna like get fired from you know espn and they're gonna go on twitter and they're gonna have these little highlighted segments and they're gonna draw ridiculous numbers very interesting on to other news here. Ezra Miller. Oh, here's another winner. He finally made an appearance at the premiere of Flash. Flash comes out tomorrow. I know you're going to go see it without me. What a friend. <laughs> hey, I, they can't I, see you shaking your head, man. I offered. You offered. I got, I'm seeing it with I'm seeing it with my buddy Richard. We've always we've been seeing um mostly like we've always been like a MC MCU uh I guess uh couple when it comes to go like we always see those movies on opening day and stuff so it's kind of been our thing but cool. 
with all the stuff that's happening with Flash, we did go see Batman. Yeah. And trash talk that in the in the parking lot <laughs> until it was end of, until the end of days. But we are excited. I'm excited to see Flash because it's kind of like an end of an era with Ezra Miller. But it's the end of like it's feel like this is going to be the ending of the Snyderverse, and it's going to basically now we're going to go to see what you know, yeah. what what um, uh, Dunn's going to do with it, Gun. But uh, I'm you're going to have Michael Keaton as Batman. I love Michael Keaton; he's still my favorite Batman of, out of all of them. So I'm excited, I'm excited to see him. Ben Affleck is still going to be Batman in this movie for I'm assuming a little portion of it. So I'm excited to see yeah, there's that. There's going to be a ton of cameos. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they're going to how what the choices they're going to do to shift it into this new era, especially because. Uh, the Flashpoint comic books is a big deal. Yep. I mean, that's what that's what always resets and then goes into like the new. You know, you can always tell the same story over and over and of over again. Not. Like the the origin of like how Batman became, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne, his parents dying, stuff like that. Clark Kent, what happened to him on, on Krypton, so forth and so forth. Um, but now every single time when you do this Flashpoint stuff and you and you erase that, you start a new timeline. You get to tell those stories over again with a fresh perspective, with a light. and yeah. that's exactly what this is going to do. So I'm excited for it. But I'm well, not excited. Keep that energy. Keep that energy because you know right now, you know, the whole thing with Ezra is he's thankful that you know, let's say Warner Brothers or whoever is or Gun, let's say is sticking with him and giving him a chance he's fired. of grace. He's fired. Oh, of course he is. He has done no promotion There's for no any way. of this. As soon you as know? this thing is out, yeah. after, as soon as yeah, it's, it's out, it's done, it's done in done. theaters, yeah. and you can and they see exactly how much it's going to bring in, because he's not a star. He's not bringing anybody in. No, and he avoided all press. Yeah. He hasn't done any marketing for it. So it's 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 a very weird situation. I think if, if the movie in their eyes wasn't halfway decent they probably would have shelved it just like they shelved all those other warner brothers i mean they had that batman batgirl movie like pretty much done and they still canned it because it probably was going to be horrible this movie's got michael keaton and it's got yeah. ben affleck in it you can't shelve you can't shelve it you got to finish uh, it out they could shove they could have shelved it. nah yeah, i mean okay. i think i think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be obviously the greatest comic book movie out of all of them some think, in the beginning they were dubbing it, it was going to be one of the because the they best. want you to go yeah, to it. They want they're going to say go that because they want you to go to. It. I well, think you know what? I we think can jump to the next part of this because I was going to we were going to talk about it a little bit more in depth later. But the initial numbers have come out on it, and it's pretty much about to be a bomb. They're they're expecting it to do seventy million, and it could go as low as sixty million. And they're optimistic it goes to eighty million. Now to put are you, that are you talking about opening weekend? Opening weekend, and they're they're, they're saying. Based on these numbers, these pre-forecast numbers that they're starting to book in already, that these are similar to some of the movies that have bombed recently for them. Um, pretty much all their DC movies have kind of bombed, and especially the Black Adams. But they're still optimistic that it won't bomb as much as Black Adam. You know, you set it up for failure. They're like there's, yeah. it's been set up for failure because be, it had no marketing. Well, look, I mean, no, it had a, it had a lot of marketing. No, no, no. no hold on, hold commercial on, hold on. marketing. But their big their gripe is that they their star hasn't been able to market it because when a movie comes out, they do the tours, they go on all the Tonight shows, they go on Good Morning America, they do all that other marketing aside from commercials that help promote a movie. But Ezra Miller hasn't been able to do all that because of his craziness. Yeah, so that's what they're blaming it on. But I think it's all. I mean, it's a lot to do with it. I think you still have that, um, how to, like, it, like that comic book fatigue. Like that. I think it's still. Big I think, time. I think it's still out there, especially with DC right now. But then you're also saying you're telling the fans like I'm excited about the Flashpoint thing because mm -hmm. I know what the Flashpoint is. I know yeah. that it's supposed to be there to to kind of open up a new era to that universe. Yeah. But, yeah. 
the common people don't, I mean, people that aren't comic book fans don't realize that. So you've already come out and you basically said, we're destroying the Snyderverse. And there's this new thing that's coming in. There's a new Superman that's going to be in the works. There's a new Batman. There's a new this, there's a new that. So you're erasing all these other characters. It's like coming in, like trying to like, okay, I discovered this new show that's awesome, but there's really no ending to it. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. There's no ending to what's what uh, the Superman stuff. There's really going to be no ending to the Batman. Like there's no ending to any of the stuff that was kind of already built. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they there's, there's no path You're to shutting them. it down and you're moving on. Because As they should. They should because it wasn't, they didn't have a real good plan. Yeah, they had it. no plan, no path for Yeah, either, and, no. and so that's what you're saying. So and a lot of older have, actors. You too. got a star who's basically a nut job who should have been fired a long time ago. They should not be like, like, I think we talked about this in the last episode. I can't mm-hmm. remember the character's name, but they basically said to the person who played Cyborg, you'll never, oh, yeah, yeah. you're never going to be, uh, you can't play Cyborg anymore. Warner Brothers is going to hire you anymore because you came out and said that the director was kind of a racist piece of crap. Yeah. And so, you, you called out allegations. You even had people back you up on it that were on set. Yep. That came out, like uh, Gal, or, um, Wonder Woman, uh, Gal Gadot, how do you say it? Gal Gadot. 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 She mm-hmm. came out and, and backed, I don't think she backed up his story, but she did come out and say it was a hostile environment. Of course. They did that, um, um, Whedon came and said, like, hey, if you don't do this the way I want you to do it, I'm going to blackball you for all this stuff. So mm-hmm. it was justified, and that's such a little thing to voice your opinion compared to what Ezra Miller did yeah. and yet you're still kind of backing this guy for a movie and it's just it's set up for disaster I mean I Warner Brothers has to know this there's no yeah. saving it and also Warner Brothers is, is known to give people the give the secrets away early in premieres they've done it with Terminator movies they've done it yeah. with, with DC movies they do it all the time where they're afraid like oh if we don't show them that this spectacular thing's gonna happen people are gonna show up we shouldn't have known Wonder Woman was going to be in Batman versus Superman. We shouldn't have known Wonder Woman was going to be in in um, the Shazam movie. We shouldn't have known that Superman shows up at the end of Black Adam. We shouldn't because all it does is create like all the other people that are going to all of a sudden have opinions. Oh, it's going to be trash because this person's in this person. They're not going to voice their own opinions by yeah. going to see the movie. They're going to trash it from the very beginning. I'm done nerding out. I'm out. <laughs> that was way too much. I got way too no, passionate. No, no. My coffee it's kicked good. in. I'm it's, good to go. It's good. It's good. I mean, I, I think they'll do better than they're expecting because it's, you know, I mean, The Flash is a very popular character and, you know, the movie, they've been doing a lot of commercials, but I mean, I, I don't I know see, when I'm going to get it. I see it all over the place, but I think, yeah. you know. But that's just commercials. I mean, I don't know. But you know what? This world does so like, more. this world does like POSs. We just kind of talked about one in the beginning. So who oh, knows? This whole episode. Who knows? Wait until the end. We got a, we got a whole fast pass of horrible people at the end. Anyway. Oh, really fast. Before we move on, I forgot to open this whole segment up with this. If you're a fan of our shows and you like The Extremist and you've actually listened to me rant as far as I just did, that means you like what you're hearing. Head over to our Patreon page and give us some support. Help me buy some more coffee because I'm already Hitting You're the wired. high right now. I am wired. So let's go ahead and do it. Here's some more superhero fatigue. But this one is not what some people would want to hear. Tom Holland, he's taking an acting break. Okay? You heard about the new um, miniseries that's coming out on Apple Plus. Yeah. Unless you're on Apple Plus, you never hear about it because Apple Plus doesn't market their stuff. Silo. It's called, yeah, aka Silo, aka everything they do. Well, the crowded room, he says, and I quote, he wants to be a regular bloke from Kingston and just relax. So he's saying the role was so kind of demanding and um, he went through emotional roller coaster with mental health. And he quote unquote says the show actually broke him. He took some time off, went to the beach, but now he's taking a whole year off to kind of 
work on his mental health because he never realized how important mental health was until he kind of w- was going through this story and this acting thing. So all everybody who's, you know, hot on the next Spider-Man, when he's going to come out, you got to give him a little time. He's going to, he's taking a year of break. Look, there might be, there might be truth to that. And there, I believe there is truth to that. But at the end of the day, there's a writer strike going on. Production is stopping Spider-Man. Let's also not forget. Money talks. Tom Holland's been going balls to the walls for quite a while. He's yeah. a young dude. If he can have, like, if he can take a break, yeah. let him take a break to reboot and keep going. Yeah. So mental health or not mental health, just take a break, dude. Like, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Take a break. Cool. On to music news. I know you're, you're the music guy here. Paul McCartney says one final Beatles song is coming this year due to AI. The legendary musician and former Beatle was asked about um, his take on how uh, how AI has made his voice sound younger. And he let out the little secret that, you know, they've used AI to take like a demo that John Lennon had done and they were able to complete the song because as you know john lennon and george harrison are both no longer with us so they're gonna have one final song well you know why he didn't say it was a final song well he did say it was final song he's gonna do one final song that's gonna come out this year it's probably gonna get a ton of streams right because it's the freaking beatles and it's all through ai this this there's a lot of layers to this one you know i'm sure you're excited to hear this new song that nobody's heard from the Beatles and two the the road AI is going to now take I know they're already doing you know those holograms uh, on on stage of people who passed away and you know you got Michael Jackson dancing on stage and stuff like that but AI now manipulating and mixing voices to make you know people who are past you know recreate some of stuff that they might have messed around with I think that's groundbreaking stuff what do you think uh, I'm not really a huge fan of this. I don't know. It's because it's not a beat. I mean, it's a Beatles song written by AI. Like, I don't know. It's I've, not written by AI. It's completed. That's basically it's written by. Let's, no, 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 hit. no. The words they wrote the song out. It's sung by AI. That's that's what they're doing. So sang, sung, sang, sang sung. So Lennon did a demo of it. No, so I they're using AI to enhance the demo to be. So, you know, music quality. That's interesting because if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, and I probably someone who listens to this podcast could verify if I'm right or wrong by sending us an email later on. But I do remember, I, th- I think like George Harrison and Paul McCartney and uh, Ringo, they finished a song that Lennon and uh, McCartney were working on in the past. And they mm-hmm. finished it obviously before George Harrison died. I, th- yeah. I think it might have been one or two songs. Okay. And that was a big deal when those came out at the time. Nice. Because in a way that was still written by, I mean, still four of them worked on the song. Yes. And so, because you, you know, because the groundwork was already kind of laid laid down. So, I'm, I'm assuming that John Lennon had a demo that maybe he worked on, because yep. most of the time, John Lennon and, and Carney exactly worked on their stuff is. together, yeah. but now you can't bring Harrison involved into it because he's, this, like, passed away. So, you're going to have AI kind of fill in the fourth Beatles part? Well, I, is that I, I'm trying to like I'm trying to put this together because well, before the part was already done by John, so you had the three just kind of fill in their their part. Yeah. But now, if John already has his part kind of done, AI Paul, is doing the Paul, the AI is Paul finishing can finish that his part, part, or Paul can uh, lend in a hand, Ringo can as well. Yeah. But that you don't have Harrison that can do that. Well, they didn't they didn't mention if Harrison's part is that. already done. But they just mentioned the part that 
Lennon's part is what was just like a you know a I low would, grade demo, and they finished it off with AI. I'm not sure I'm a fan of it, but I would love to watch like a documentary on how they do how it. they do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm intrigued for sure because it's Beatles. I mean, Beatles is still the number one. But don't you see this moving forward with all kinds of deceased artists? With AI is taking over the last. It is. Year and it's, a it's, half. A, it's a mistake, but we use it, so let's move on. It's a mistake. <laughs> oh, you're 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 one of those, um, you know, Skynet's coming for us all. Heck yeah, man! I love I love sci-fi stuff. Half the half the video games I play are post-apocalyptic. Half the movies I watch are post-apocalyptic. Even the shows I watch are post-apocalyptic. The shows, if you look at the shows that we have covered so yeah, far on Extremist, one third of them. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, two thirds of them are post-apocalyptic. Yes. So <laughs> it's kind of a thing that we're into right now. If we haven't learned our lesson by just watching the sci-fi stuff then it's our own undoing. it's a popular it's a popular genre and to, to segue right into video games you know there's been a ton of announcements a ton of games but i i pulled one up that goes right up your alley yes. you know yes it does uber soft is publishing the next upcoming star wars game um developed by massive entertainment and monday they're, they're the same people that do division division's awesome i know all that. about this this yes. is fantastic and so they announced it monday it's called star wars outlaws they had a little demo video did you watch i'm sure you watched it Wait, i watched the demo video and i also watched the uh, uh, in-depth presentation of, of in our uh, gameplay go ahead this game looks absolutely amazing it does so right now you have star wars uh for our um uh jedi outcast that's out right now mm-hmm. and that game is great but it's 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 somewhat open world it's like it's kind of stage based it's kind of like almost like metroidvania kind of thing where you kind of got to go back to other le- levels and stuff like that to kind of like open up things and it's very it's more strategic where this is like full on open world flights from planet to planet. If you want to hold dog fights and Ubisoft does an amazing job with open world games, like with the division with, um, um, uh, or Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, watchdogs. I love Assassin's Creed. Like they're, they're so good. And when I heard that they were going to be doing a star Wars game, I was thinking, Oh, this is going to be amazing. Jedi's blah, 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 whatever. Didn't go the Jedi route. No. So this is more kind of a Han Solo yeah. blasters doing... Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It looks like it's going to be fun. a fun, adventurous game. Yeah. And it looks like you're going to be able to do a super ton of things in it. Um, and you can customize a lot of stuff. I th- I'm super excited about it. This should be like probably one of the number one Star Wars games in like anticipation-wise of all time. And, if, and Ubisoft likes to polish the crap out of their games. So I, I, I have a feeling this game's going to come out knock it out it's probably gonna be a nine must have for any star wars fan any everyone should be looking forward to yes yeah, it's gonna be awesome on a little somber news pat sajak the longtime host of wheel of fortune is retiring this will be his last year of doing the show um they're gonna start filming i believe in september and that will be it for him vanna whites she hasn't quote unquote said her plans she just w- well wished him you know on his future and you know enjoyed working all these years with him i'm assuming she's gonna hold off to see how much they're gonna pay her to stay past this year um because that's what i would do you know i would leverage you want a smooth transition with your new host you're gonna keep me around for double the pay so um were you a wheel of fortune guy you know what i actually did like wheel of fortune back in the day but when wheel of fortune was cool because Back he recently day. punched somebody out. You saw that, right? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I think he like he had an altercation with somebody who was trying to go crazy what? on the show. Yeah, really? I'm pretty sure that's a thing. But I, keep going. I remember watching Wheel of Fortune way back in the day with my grandma, probably when I was like you know 10 years old or something like that. I I thought Wheel of Fortune was cooler than Jeopardy. 
And those were basically the two. There was Jeopardy, it is. Price is Right, and Wheel of Fortune. Like those are the three main game shows, I guess, that we grew up with our entire lives. And they've all gone their different routes. You know, uh, Jim, or not Jim Carrey, um, um, Drew Carey took over Price is Right. Yeah. Um, I think there's still uh, two people that are doing Jeopardy right now, which is uh, yeah, M- it, Bialik and Ken Jennings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now it's 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 just time. 41 seasons of the same host. He looks I mean, great, though. He does look great. And, and I mean, I don't know. I haven't really watched the thing. Like the, the clips that I've seen of yeah. like people like you know saying the wrong word, you know, they should words that they shouldn't be saying on uh, Wheel of Fortune. Like what? Like. Anyway. Wheel of Fortune is an institution. I wish I could play. I'm a horrible speller, so I could never play. Yeah, that's Wheel why I wouldn't do it either. I, I, yeah. I couldn't do Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Um. I thought. Um. I always thought. Um. What's that other one after Wheel of Fortune? Um. Jeopardy. 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 Yeah. Jeopardy was overrated because it's, it's the far by far the hardest of all the TV show games. Sure. And they don't pay that well. You know, like some hack can do who wants to be a millionaire, do a couple of lifelines and get a million bucks. And the questions are nowhere near as difficult as Jeopardy. Yeah. So I always thought Jeopardy was like they need to pay more, you know, these little five hundred dollar boxes. I don't think they bring in but the it's more I don't think Jeopardy brings in the numbers to pay more. Well, yeah, it does. It, but well, it does. Well, you know, the the big guys who really do well in Jeopardy, they make a lot of money. But I always thought Wheel of Fortune. You stumble upon it. It's like it's like no brainer watching. It's just enjoy. It's so enjoyable. I knew somebody who actually won um, Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, it's uh, about my, two years ago. Someone on my or my family actually did Wheel or, or Jeopardy. But it was oh, like Jeopardy. it was like you know my mom's friend's dog walker kind of thing. Like I think it was my aunt's husband's aunt i think it was something like that and it was i remember like she competed i remember watching it at the house she came in last but she was on the show i remember her being on the show real fit real fast what's your favorite game show uh uh double dare double dare double dare nickelodeon dude you want to hear the funny thing my dad didn't let us watch double dare okay listen okay first of all my dad's an immigrant Okay, came to this country and he sees this land of 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 ups of ups of, 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 of too much, right? A ton of ton of stuff in the okay. world. And he's like, when we were wa- trying to watch Double Dare when we were in Nickelodeon, he'll see them wasting food and and things like. I don't want you guys watching this show because they're just wasting food. There are kids in Africa and in Haiti who 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 would love to you know have this food and they're just playing with it. So that was his thing. But interesting call, double double dare, double dare. As a as a forty year old man, you're going double dare. That's right. I, I got to go with Family Feud, man. It's Family Feud. Family Feud is good. You know what? I love Family Feud with uh, uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, it's so good with Steve Harvey. Every host of Family Feud is awesome. No, I was, I've seen the other host, but Steve Harvey just he's, <laughs> he's just, a, yeah he's, he's, he's got he's that look where it's just like you just you just said what like the, what was the original guy? He used to kiss the, the women. Well, it was, that wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't hold up now if you yeah, went to the buffet. Still holds up. Uh, the other host that I remember the most was uh, the dude with the buffet. The um, the other stand, the other stand up comedian guy, the big white guy. What's his name? Um, was it? Um, who? Come on, I'm gonna search it. We're gonna search it. Uh, we gotta go. Which which host are you talking about? Hold on, I'm gonna look right now. Uh, Louis okay. Anderson. Louis Anderson. Okay, nice. He's he's pretty good. Let's see. You know what? I, I, yeah, Louis Anderson. Let's see who's the who are the hosts of of I can't believe we've gone on this. Richard Carn. Yes. Was, okay. So here we go. So Louis Anderson was 1999 to 2002. Yes. Before yeah, Richard Carn, 2002 to 2006. John O'Hurley, 2006 to 2010. And then you had Steve Carley, 2010 to present. So did it start with Louis Anderson? 
No. So, but that's I only got a timeline from 1999. Who was before? No, him? the first. Huh? Uh, you Who's know the what? The first host, Richard Dawson. That's the first host, right? First host. That's what it That's says. the dude who used to kiss the women. Like, can you imagine if Steve Harvey just walked around and just started kissing, you know, the wives? You can't, and the you can't do stuff like that these days. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like the conversations we were having with like my dad smoking a cigarette on the baseball field yeah. while he's coaching. While he's Those coaching. are things that you, that'll never happen again. Yeah. You're never gonna see that again. Nope. You're never gonna see uh people act like that on television. Well, that's for gone. the main well, that was it for the main news. Let's uh, do a real quick f- ad here. Go ahead, drop your stuff. Yeah, real fast. If you've made it all the way past or to all, all the way to segment two, you're the perfect person to go check out our Patreon page. Go check it out right now. Help us buy some coffee. Help us buy some electricity. Help us buy some water. Help us keep the, uh, you know, just help us keep the studio uh, rent. I don't even know anymore. Just check out that Patreon page. If you help support us, it makes it easier for us to make content that you might actually enjoy. If you can't do that, that's no big deal. Click the follow button, click subscribe, tell your friends, tell your neighbor dog walker. I don't care, but help us spread like a virus. Help us spread like fungus on The Last of Us. Back to you, Max. That was a nice, well-placed ad. That was I mean, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when, when people become patrons, they can actually contribute to some of the talking points of what shows we do, some of the talking points on the news, all kinds of good movies, stuff. Movies that we cover. Movies we cover and things. So there are there are some benefits to it. Also, we would love to have some guest people jump in on the news as well. So Patreons, if you want to come and be a guest and t- do the news with us, give us some support. Yes, sir. All right. Segment two is where I usually like to do stuff that are, you know, out of left field. I like lists. Wait, Tucker like Carlson that. wasn't out of left field? No, that was a huge media. More out of right field. <laughs> out of right hey. field. There you go. <laughs> You're horrible. <laughs> the Tonys were Sundays. You have any ideas what's going on with the Tonys? They can't see the face you're making. We're they, not they, a video did, yet. I guarantee they did some kind of a musical opening. Uh, maybe uh, Hugh uh, Jackman showed up and did a presentation. Um, and then, I don't know. What are your chances of guessing any of the winners? Zero. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> Tonys were out. A lot of great uh, winners, but we're not doing the Tonys anymore. <laughs> Did you watch Black Mirror? I have not watched Black Mirror yet. Oh, you're killing me here. Segment two is not working out for you right now. Not at all. You are destroying. Well, you know, I was going to do the raps came up with the fit because, you know, the new season is the final season's coming up in a couple of weeks. They came up with the 15 best episodes of the Black Mirror. I have a ton of complaints on their top 15. Okay. Um, actually, I don't complain about their the back end. It's really more on the top end. I think it's all over the map incorrect, but since you destroyed segment two, on to the well, speed no, round. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. I've, I mean, I've got, I got the link that you provided with me on notes, so let's yeah. check it out right now. So, you've you never got, seen any of these. Why but I'm gonna watch? I'm gonna have you rank because you apparently you've seen all of them, right? I've seen every single okay, one. Okay, so the number fifteen, they picked uh, striking vipers. Excellent choice. Okay, so then you got number fourteen, black museum. Yep. Okay. That was that one was okay. Um, it had Sherry in there that before she was a huge huge star. It was more of a, it was one of the few episodes that connected other episodes, so it could be down there. No problem with that one. Okay, number thirteen, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too. Correction: This should have been before the museum. This was a Miley Cyrus vehicle. Horrendous. Keep going. Uh, number twelve, shut up and dance. I actually enjoyed this one. I think it could be a little higher. Um, you know, it was a good mystery, and you know, 
basically someone was blackmailing a bunch of people to do some horrible things because they caught him like you know at doing stuff like kitty porn and stuff like that so oh yeah it's dark man black mirror is dark man oh man all right number 11 play test i love this one you would have loved this one this guy goes to do video game testing for like uh, a really popular video game company and this one is all based on fear and it obviously goes terribly wrong he was like backpacking through wherever and he needed some money great episode it may be a top 10 but i'm not complaining about where it's located okay number 10 nosedive uh this should have been behind the other the last two Keep really, going. it's got Bryce Dal- uh, Dallas yeah, Howard. I don't care. She's a good director. I like. I like. She's. I like looking at her. But after that, keep it moving. She can run from dinosaurs really well. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, hated in the nation. Okay, this should have been a top five. This was a great, 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 great. Um, the villain. I don't want to. Well, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Dark Black Mirror is very dark. The villain kind of wins in this one, which I loved. So keep going. All right, number eight, hang the DJ. Definitely another top five. This one will have you guessing, and then the twist at the end is like, oh, that's such an interesting concept. Definitely. Okay. Number Top five. Se- number seven, White Bear. White Bear, another interesting one. I probably would have pushed this a little further down. It's a, I'll just put it this way. It's a modern day, uh, a, a new take on, on punishment for prison. Okay. Number yeah. six, 15 million merits. Okay. This is one of the ones of the ones that I don't get why people love this episode so much. Okay. It, um, it to me, I, the first time I watched it, I fell asleep. I tried to watch it again because everybody swears they love this episode. This is nowhere near in my top 10, to be honest with you. Um, I know it's, it's starring Daniel Kalua. Kalua. Did I say his name right? Sure. Probably not. But, you know, before he was, again, before he was a major star, um, he does a great job acting in it. But I'm just, it's, it's just not one of my favorite episodes. I think it's, it's ridiculously overrated. But it, I know it's very popular. Okay. Number five, White Christmas. This, to me, is my number one. It's number five here, but it should be number one. It's three stories that are interconnected. The twist is phenomenal. It should be number one. I don't know why it's number five, but uh, we'll keep going. Oh, this looks interesting. Number four, USS Collister. This is my number, I would say my number two episode. It is phenomenal. It's, you know, the the guy is a game developer, but he's trapping people into inside the game, like real life trapping them inside the game, which is awesome. So he's in the game, is a, like Star Trek. And everybody in there has to play their role, even though they're stuck in the game and they hate it. It's it's and he's like puppet master. It's it's great. It's number two. I kind of watched that episode. Number three, the entire history of you. So this was one of the earlier ones. This is my number three episode, and it is number three here. Um, it 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 it's great. Basically, you you're wearing a pair of contacts and you record everything you see in your life. You can rewind and go back years months minutes it's phenomenal it's about a couple they have um they have a an argument um the guy comes home early from a trip um there's a bit of infidelity but the twist at the end is is really good that's why i have it at number three okay uh number two is san junipero am i saying that right Junipero, yeah, it's it's basically old people going virtually into a world set 
kind of like in the 80s for them to relive themselves so the people you see in the picture on there they're really extremely old um they they're just there virtually and it's a love story kind of thing it's a good episode but it's not the second best episode okay all right then they have number one being be Be right Right Back. back okay this is a really good episode this is my number four episode um so you know it's about a young couple um she's she's pregnant he does one of those i'm gonna go out and get you know i forgot what he was gonna go buy milk milk cigarettes it's probably something like that and unfortunately he passes away but there's this is black mirror so they're able to create a droid version of him with all his kind of um memories based on social media the way he communicated the way he talked so she's living with this 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 humanoid that's pretty much similar to you know her husband you know they can have sex they can do all this kind of stuff and but at the end of the day she kind of doesn't bond with it the right way so she hides it up in the attic and the daughter when she's older is you know visiting daddy upstairs it's it's kind of trippy it's really well acted it has peggy peggy carter in there playing um um the lead Haley atwell oh she's good i like her uh, yeah, and the 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 boyfriend Ash is Domnell Gleeson. He he's a great actor too. So Black Mirror always p- pulls these really great young uh, and up and coming actors, or you know, actors actors, and they always do a great job. So that would be my list. This would be number four. Okay. So White Christmas is my favorite. You know, uh, in my book, would be number one. Okay. And then that ends segment two, correct? Yes, sir. All right. On, time for an ad. On that note, <laughs> if you've gone all the way past segment two and you're all the way to segment three, go check out that extremist. I'm sorry, that, um, who are we again? What? The Rot Your Brain Rot Media, Your Brain Media podcast, podcast Network. Network on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon slash Rot Your Brain Media. Check it out. Help support us. Yes, sir. We need more coffee. On to the speed round. Segment three. I, I'm sh- sure there's there's a lot of things here, but they're quick little hitters. Kim Cattrall, confirmed. She's reprising her role as Samantha Jones, as we discussed oh, previously in yeah. the Sex and City reboot. Super excited. I can't <laughs> wait to start watching. You watch that show? No, I don't. Oh, I was about to say. I don't watch that show. Harrison Ford, making his Marvel debut on set this week, showed a picture of him with Anthony Mackie on the upcoming new Captain America movie, Brave New World, which is set to come out. Uh, next year, May, which is a prime window for movies, so they must be anticipating big things from this movie. And it's still going; they're still planning it with all the actor strike, um, writer strike. Yeah, I mean, it's Captain America Part Four. You've got a new Captain America. Ugh. Um, I don't like anything. An- I, I know. I, I, I know. apologize. You, you, no, no, no. You, I'm not an said, Anthony Mackie fan. I I don't like anything he does. So I haven't mind him. Um, in, in, in the I like Sebastian Stan though. I love Winter Soldier. I, I don't think he's going to be in this movie. Uh, I'm not even going to watch it then. Really? Yeah, I'm not even going to watch it. If he, if Sebastian Stan's not in, I'm not. I really don't like anything Anthony Mackie does. I'm, I apologize. He's a great actor and all. I just something about him just rubs me the wrong way when he's act. I just don't like him. Now here's the question for you: hmm. Will Steve Rogers make a cameo? Or now here's the here's the pros and cons of that. Some nostalgia to bring in one a nice little face after you know Endgame. Which is a positive, but the negative is you don't let Anthony Mackie shine as Captain America if you still have a little cameo of Chris Evans as Captain America. What would you do? What do you want? I think you might actually have a very small cameo of old Steve Rogers. Yeah. Kind of maybe 
giving some like on screen for maybe five minutes, giving mm-hmm. some advice or helping pass on the torch again. Because the transition from him becoming Captain America, you know, mm-hmm. on um, Falcon and, um, and Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier, I don't know how many people actually watch that. I mean, obviously, MCU that fans wasn't watch that it. bad. I just it, didn't it wasn't. Like it was. It wasn't one of their better ones. But at the same time, it's still a TV show. The the masses didn't go out and watch it. All you got was people that are like dedicated Disney fans, and you know, obviously MCU fans that watched it. So people didn't see that transition. So I still think you might see like a five minute thing of of Steve Rogers showing up, even though he's not even in the show. Yeah, maybe just helping pass on the mantle. I am hearing rumors that he is coming back though, mm-hmm. and he is playing a different character. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna, he's still gonna play Steve Rogers, but Steve Rogers is somebody else. And it's going to be Steve Rogers bringing the Infinity Stones. You're going to see that the path, path of him, the path of him cool. doing that. It should have shown that. Um, but directors cut maybe down. maybe if you do bring him in for five minutes, then all of a sudden at the very end of that movie in the credits, mm-hmm. then you show him maybe going off on that adventure or something like that. So you can see something. Anyways, I yeah. think they, I think they bring him in for five minutes. Okay, I really do. cool. Harrison Ford, by the way, is going to be taking on the new role as um, Thunderbolt Ross because William Hurt passed away yep um he's been doing that role since the 2008 incredible hulk great he did a great job um let's also not forget yeah let's also not forget in the in this new captain america movie you're gonna see um what is her name come back and play betty ross her or his daughter yeah uh what is her name uh um conley um jennifer conley right no not jennifer conley who's the other one um, it's uh, who, who was that? Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yeah, yeah. Steve Tyler's daughter, yeah. yeah. She's One of a, those two. Yeah, she's gonna come back and play this character that hasn't been seen since the first Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That MCU's done with with Banner, right? Yeah, and so she's gonna be in it. I'm assuming if you're gonna bring her in, and, and then you're gonna have that relationship, then obviously you're gonna have um, Bruce Banner in this at some point. Probably. And it looks like this is actually setting up a lot of Hulk villains. If I mean, you, if you look yeah, at the roster, because even they got the brain, I think is supposed to be in it. Yeah, um, and so, abomination and abom- things like that. Uh, I don't know if abom- they said abomination. I don't know, but it, was, but it know, seems like it's it more catered towards Hulk villains. So I'm assuming yeah. you're going to see the Hulk in this at some point. Yeah, they they might use that to help carry the movie, which is weird because it's it's a Captain America movie. Uh, and honestly, I've actually enjoyed all the Captain America movies, the standalone movies. I oh, know yeah, not I everybody has, but the, it, again, it's a May release, which is a prime time window, you know, around Cinco de Mayo. So that that's a big deal. We're I'm hoping for good things. uh, uh, Okay, I'll leave it at that. Now, we're going to go into a little strike run. You know, when I call strike, Daredevil and Penguin all on hold with this writer's strike. So is... That's a bummer. So is marketing for some of these upcoming releases. Barbie, Oppenheimer, Ninja Turtles, all these, the promos, because... I'm, I'm assuming the writers help write these promos. They're not using ChatGPT to write some of these promos. Sure. They're all on like a massive delay, which is going to hurt all these releases because they're just no promos. Well, that's when you bring, that's when you bring in the social media guys. You bring in the TikTokers and all the yeah, other people. And then, you, then you have them promote that, it for you. That's and a good idea. I that, think that's probably what you're going to see. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know what your algorithm's like, but I'm not getting that kind of stuff. But I'm sure people, some people are getting that. I'm sure it's got to be gonna, out there. They're going to start paying for you to start seeing that. I mean, that's the way marketing is now. I mean, look at even like this unboxing stuff that, that kids do and everything like yeah. that. That's the way that toys now advertise. So, so you're but, thinking this is going to spur an, a big influx and I a do. change in all the market. I, I, I like do. that take. I do. Because like you, you don't see those cool commercials we were back in the day when you see this one kid playing with these G.I. Joe action figures and all these explosions and like this great music happening and yada, yada, yada. You now see an adult 
mm-hmm. most of the time unboxing something and then playing with these, you yeah. know, toys. Like that's because the kids are off to school or or in college. You now. do see that there are the kids <laughs> ones too. My my kids were into the unbox, watching the unboxing thing. Way back in the day, luckily my three-year-old now is not into it, but when my 13-year-old and my 11-year-old were his yeah. age, they were watching the unboxing thing, and that was how they discovered new toys and everything. So yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah, well. So here, here, another, th- this is the big thing on the, 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 the strike. Disney's pushing back a ton of releases. So is DC. But um, Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, um, was slated for May 2nd, 2024, is now premiering May 1st, 2026. Secret Wars was going to be May 2026, is now May 2027. Um, Captain America, we talked about Brave New World, went from, um, it's pushed, actually, I had it May 3rd, is now July 26th, with still a primetime date, um, with Thunderbolt uh, from July 2024 to December 2024. um, That that Blade got scratched altogether. Now that date for Blade is 2025. Fantastic Four is also May 2025. And then Deadpool... They pushed Deadpool up with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman to fill the gap. So that went, is moving up to... Um, it got pushed back, but it still moved up. It's going to be November of 2024. Um, in addition, Avatar 3... This is the one that's really crazy. Avatar 3 is going to be December 2020... From, from December 2024 to December 2025. Avatar 4 is from December 26 to December 2029. And Avatar 5 from December 2028 to when we're 50 on December 2031. 2031, dude, they're planning for this Avatar 5 when we're 50 years old. Is that ridiculous, man? I think it's crap. I mean, look, I think it's crazy that... We're talking 2026, so you're going to get another Avengers movie. Yes. So, and it's not, it's not like there hasn't been any MCU content, though, that's been out there. There's been a ton of shows that have hit. There's, I mean, some of the movies have been pretty, I mean, uh, Guardians 3 is pretty darn good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. You went Um, without me. Keep going. I mean, look, I don't know what people expect when they go to see these Comic comic book movies. It's not, it's not supposed to be the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's supposed to take away. An hour, I agree with two you. Two hours, and just kind of give you something to enjoy and root for. Yeah. That's the bottom line. What they're for? It's not supposed to be like this. Oh, it was so dark and so mysterious, and yeah. like I thought about contemplating my existence in life. It's not. You're, that's not the purpose you're, of you're it. You're 100 right. So and when, for people people complain, are busy. when people complain about Thor, when they complain about Ant Man, when yeah. they complain about the Black Widow movie, I like that one. I like that one. But at the same, like they're still fun to watch. That's exactly. There's just supposed to be fun to watch. You nailed it. So I, I have not experienced this fatigue that people talk about. I actually want more of these movies. I enjoy them. I just think the shows could be a little bit more better and not feel like they're so rushed. And I think that's what they're doing. I'm hearing good things about um, Invasion with uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And I think they, they kind of dialed it back and just tried to like. I'm hearing it's actually closer to the Netflix shows, which is kind of. Oh, the, speaking of that, I forgot to I mention the, Daredevil got pushed back. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm just saying, like, so this fatigue thing, I just think that times have changed with streaming, with the pandemic, with all that stuff that's happened. We're still kind of getting our feet together and trying to figure out where we want to see movies at. So that's my issue right now is I don't really go see movies. I don't go to the theaters and see movies anymore unless it's actually a big movie that I feel like I need to see in the theater, which would be an MCU, maybe a DC movie or something like that. But I'm not going out and seeing, the, like... 
uh, I don't know who can I think of that's a star like the new the next Tom uh, Hanks movie next Ben Affleck movie but it's yeah. not Batman or something like that like I'm not going to see one of his heister artsy fartsy rom coms or anything yeah. like that that's the streaming movie I'm going to go watch on HBO Max or Netflix yeah no I I totally agree with you I think part of it is also people were so um, connected to some of the old characters because it was a ten year build and you had ten years of growing up with these people and now some of the new stuff is a lot of new faces that always that always hurts people don't like change people don't like change but I for me I think it's a little bit of that and I think it's just too much content instead of there's so much Marvel stuff like I don't even have a chance to watch all of it because life is very complicated when you have young children sure. your businesses and all that kind of work so I feel like there's so much content. And and there's no infinity to some of these new characters. Like I don't feel like I have to go see Anthony Mackie in the new Captain America well, because life is busy. There's so many other options. I also think it's, it's a combination of all that. We're gonna get a little too deep on this one, probably. So I'm just gonna say this. I also think that people, I think people's agendas seem to have gone into these movies. Like people's opinions that if they want to see the movies or not. Same thing if they want to go see the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like now we're moving to all, like all females for certain things. Why well, I wanted the male to still be there. Well, like, you know, you've already had a Hulk. Now you need to do a She-Hulk if you want to continue those things. Because yeah. Hulk's not going to be around forever. Yeah. You know, same, like it's I think that like, you know, like it's gone to this point where people are like, well, I'm not going to go see it because it's not what I'm used to. And I had a big, it's okay if it ends. It is okay if it ends. They, I think, I think they could, they could literally end this whole, this section of the MCU and just start X Men and start. There's a plethora of characters you can build in the X Men world of Marvel. You can this side of the MCU could be paused and or be done with. It could have ended at End Games and then you just start X Men with its major villain Apocalypse or 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 the infinite others that they have Magneto and all these kind of things. You could have had a plethora of characters that you build off of that side of the world and let people be done with Endgame. They didn't have to keep, you know, throwing down Eternals that most people didn't even read the comics. Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But anyway, let's go. Let's finish this up because other pe- people want to listen to other things. If you're still here, we appreciate it. But now we're going to go into the vile category of this segment. We're going to end here. We talked about Ezra Miller and his shady past. Well, uh, we, here's a, a, a quick fire on a couple other people with some shady stuff. Armin Hammer, Arm Arm Hammer. I, I always want to call him Armin Hammer because of the, the product. Well, you know, he's not facing charges for his sexual assault. You know, he was accused of rape. Um, so I guess it's good for him. I don't want to past things but he he was allegedly did some some crazy stuff um i think his star has faded a lot um that was he he was a lone ranger i think that movie flopped so uh, moving on kevin spacey is crying to, to 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 that you know he feels that he would get roles once these horrible accusations have dropped on him you know he's crying to poor he's probably running out of money you know, that he's talking about, that he's like the victim now. He's taking the victim role after this. And listen, I love Kaiser Sose and and most of the work he's done. Dude, go retire and go 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 sit somewhere. And hopefully he's saying, he's denying all the stuff that he's accused of, but we don't have to get into all some of the that this vile guy. stuff. I don't want to hear from him. Shut up. Go do your time in court and just go away. I thought Kevin Spacey was definitely, it was an interesting thing because... I was I I always liked Kevin Spacey. I, I liked uh, House Same. of Cards. I liked you know great um, actor. I liked all the stuff that he's done. Um, 
It was interesting because when the first, I don't know how many, if there's been any more allegations, uh, the more people coming out, but I do remember the one allegation that kind of tipped the whole thing about the, um, he was a 14 year old boy mm-hmm. or something like that. He didn't deny it. Of course He not. just basically said like, I didn't realize he was that young. I'm sorry. Like that, or like, I was like, yeah. I was like there's something you're about, I'm sorry you're in that position or something, but here. it wasn't like he denied putting this person in that situation. So it was interesting because other people come and go, I didn't do that. There's no way I did that, blah, blah, blah. He was kind of like, eh, I didn't realize it at the time, but we should just not be worried about it. Go defend yourself and just go sit somewhere. No one wants to hear from you. It wasn't handled very well. Not at all. And, and, here's, got, another, and the, here's the last one, Bill Cosby. Another person another that I was, one. I like, I love I Bill love Cosby. Bill Cosby. I, yeah. I love the Cosby show, but nine new allegations out of Nevada. Again, once again, Where Bill, have these people been? Did, are these new been? ones? Uh, new nine new ones out of Nevada no 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 like like recently like he just recently, did this in yeah, the last well no like, new a- allegations I guess I mean you know. well I'm, I'm just kind of curious like he went to prison why didn't they jump on this in the very beginning well I don't want to ever like begrudge somebody from when they come out because there's a lot of motion and That's trauma true. behind that maybe they decided so, now because he did get out maybe we should jump out and like say something maybe yeah or maybe they feel oh he should be still in jail or he should he die should in totally there. totally still be in jail. And die in there. That's so, not even so a I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna begrudge anybody, any victim and offering stuff. It's just these individuals, I don't know man. That that that's it for this week's news. You know, it was great in the beginning, we go down these horrible paths. Because, you know, a lot of times we put these Hollywood people up on pedestals, but they're just some of them are just horrible human beings. We started with one and we're ending with a few. Yeah, we got to work on your positioning on like your alignment next time. Let's. Maybe, what do you mean? That was a huge, these are huge stories. I know. I'm just saying. Maybe we should put the happy go feeling fun stuff in the beginning. Not in the middle. Then get depressing in the middle, and then end with fun happy stuff at the end. Nah. No. These just, are fast, fast, fast one one liners, one one timers. We did not handle the fast paced part very fast. Okay, we, just went, we stuck well, around with a lot of these things. You wanted to talk about you know superhero fatigue. Superhero fatigue. I didn't. I didn't go there. Okay. Anyway, all right. Well, that's it for this week in the news. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. If you've got this far in the pocket, I'm not even joking anymore. Like, literally, this is some of the worst stuff that we've done, and you managed to get all the worst. way down the bottom. So, if it was that bad, imagine the stuff it's that we're that really bad. proud of. So, go over to gold. check out our Patreon page. Check us out. Gold, Jerry. Gold. Help us out. Get us the coffee. Get us the electricity. Get us the rent paid. Help us justify us coming here late at night to our wives that we couldn't stay home and help take care of the kids. We needed to come and do this podcast. Why? Because we were entertaining you. And we were entertaining you so much, you decided you wanted to go to our Patreon page and help us out. We would really appreciate it. But if you can't do that, you know, just click the subscribe, the follow, the like button. Share us with your friends, your loved ones, your hated ones, the neighbor you don't like, the neighbor that you love, the dog walker, the cat walker, the weird people that bring in the two animals in left. In the in Lowe's. <laughs> it's just weird. But thank you so much. Um, we really appreciate your time. And then don't forget to check out our Silo, uh, the episodes of Silo. We have a new yes. one that will be posted up really quickly, probably right after this episode. So thank you so much. And we'll catch you next time. Sir. Music by Kyle Torme. Subscribe to the extremist podcast feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com slash the extremist. Subscribe to Rotcher Brain Media feed at rotcherbrainmedia.com and support Rotcher Brain Media by visiting patreon.com slash rotcherbrainmedia.